Bruh, speak here. Are you afraid or are you shy? Am I afraid of what? <laughs> Charlie, this week I'm on farm. I'm, I'm You're angry about, what? about Ghana. Ugh. The country of my birth. Hi. We all say we are managing, but some barely afloat. But every four years, they go come for one of us. But if I talk some, they go talk, say I'll be partisan. But rather than staying silent, we for stay woke. We're there on a continent with the youngest population in the world. But the truth, the youth don't have water in the well. So we thirst for a change that seems to never come. In the words of a spiritual, we shall overcome. Our welfare depends on our health care. Hospitals and roads that we need, they are not there. Affordable and quality education, that's fair, but that's far Struggling to have bus fare. Uh, expensive water where they flow through the taps. Are you on Are you on Oswald? Oswald has been angry since like 1940. No, Oswald's angry. Keep tweeting. It's intergenerational. It's intergenerational. Oh, my God. But I see we're affecting the country today. Yeah, 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 yeah. According to you and some people. By the way, good. Hey. Am I coming to greet? <laughs> you asking me. I don't even know what the time you're gonna know what you're gonna do. Listen to the podcast. I don't know if you should greet two people. Yeah, but today is a day of an online demonstration. We are fixing Ghana. Yeah, Ken and his people are fixing Ghana. We are fixing Ghana. Today I'm serious. Of course. On that note, welcome to our our, our podcast, the Millennial Street Podcast, with me, Kenny, and Nasty Babes. Nasiba and Ken. With Nasi Babes. Ah, Just in case you are, you are not Nasiba the name. and it's Ken. Nasi Babes. Nasiba and Ken. Okay. See, we are too old to be fighting over names. You know my name is Nasiba. And then I know your name. I use a Ken. And so, welcome to a very, very, very fantastic podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. We appreciate that you join us every single week. And today, should I? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because you are like at the forefront of the campaign. I'm not at any forefront. And so, like, it would be very good for you to introduce. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a citizen, Ken, not Ken, a spectator. Ken is hiding. Ken is hiding. So I'm a citizen. Let me do it. We are talking about fix the country. We are fixing the country. Well, they are fixing the country. Is what they say. Nasiba says she is. And 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 well, yeah. And uh, so they are fixing the country. Nana is fixing it. Ken and his people are fixing it. Ken yeah. and his people are calling for fixing it. <laughs> Whatever fixes that you want, today we discussed it all. Yeah, so we'll be telling you about, like, you're going to be con- like, like, yeah, you're kind of saying, boo. Ah, the brother con- is not con- coming, forgive con- him. Acknowledge con- yeah. of events. <laughs> of events, yeah. <laughs> so we'll tell you everything from what started as a hashtag to how it ended with guns and police vehicles at the Black Star Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you said guns, I'm like, guns where? Then I remember oh, Black Star Square. Square. <laughs> but the protesters didn't show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guns and everything. And still held a protest, but took it online. They took the protest to where guns couldn't go. Like, yeah. That's what So the said. police brought guns to a hashtag fight. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned there. Keep listening. Enjoy. <laughs> Expensive water way they flow through the tap. The youth vex their potential is untapped. Please tell the elders that children don't want relax. The future won't be built on apathy, Charlie Facts. Ghana yet dear, so we criticize it. Protect rights and freedoms, don't minimize it. Not too much to demand for a living that is decent. I'm on for this year's nonpartisan descent. <laughs> For the first time in a while, it's just us. Very nice, actually. And peaceful. <laughs> Until midway when we start to argue about what is and what isn't. Nah, then today you're not arguing. The chaos and then at the end, like, oh, who starts and who not start right now, because we are still going through it. Okay, so let's hear you. Our wonderful Ken, who has been at the forefront of Fix the Country. I haven't been. I've just been. Okay, let me, let me, let me. Let's welcome our wonderful Ken, who has been on the forefront <laughs> of Fix the Country campaign. <laughs> Please, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. 
I've not been on the forefront. I've just been following what's been going on. You have not... Wait, wait. Let me remind you. Like, you have not just been following. On... on when, when did the campaign start? Monday, right? Sunday. Monday. It started Sunday. But, like, Monday... It started Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. On the low, on the low. And then Monday, boom! Yeah. blue. And then Ken... I saw... I was home. Like, I woke up and then I saw the tweet. And then I saw Ken has tweeted a story this is my contribution what, what was the tweet again I've forgotten the exact tweet but then the message was that this is how like you can also do to support the campaign so you had already done the story you can now stick to social media to fix the country now that was the opening <laughs> session <laughs> and since then any fix the country story like you're on the beat pa, pa, pa. And then Google Google tweets. Oh my god, you've done well. The activism you are doing is fine. I like that. Well, well, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just just saying, your role hasn't been just following it. Oh, it's been just following. Just aside doing stories out of it. Mm -mm. That's just my need. like I today, are you saying that today didn't tweet the placards, fix the country now? Oh, by the way, that's true. It's not like there was a massive demonstration online. Blackout Tuesday, you came to the office with my black, black. black. Of course. That of is course. not just following, that is participating. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, it has been a long time coming, actually. Like, me personally, I believe it's long overdue. Like, we have had conversations <laughs> over and over again about how. The systems in the country are poor and most of the problems we have in this country are as a result of basic systems that don't work yeah. which people yeah. take advantage of because if it doesn't work if you don't have a benchmark against which you are measuring standards it becomes easy for people to get away with a lot, with of, a lot of things yeah. and that in turn causes resources to be channeled where they are not supposed to be yeah. and so that's how come resources a lot of resources go to the rich leaving the poor to wallow when mm. you think like you can visibly see that there is enough in the country but it looks like it's it going goes to, to a people. section of people yeah. yeah that's why like when the conversation came up about fix the country fix the country i felt like oh it's it's actually a, a good move that if championed or targeted right would yield some 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 results, results. for the country yeah so I don't, know I don't like maybe you're trying to say that's the general idea yeah. but like to you to you what does like fix the country mean to you a lot of people have described it as a vague sort a of vague protest statement, yeah. yeah we've heard arguments of people saying that we have like you have to present a number of concerns where you feel like there has been some inadequacies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all that but like personally I feel like putting on that list means that it's easy for those in power or those running the system to point to certain things or or look in the, at, at a particular sector within which you uh, a particular item falls mm. and then pinpoint certain things that they have done in that regard and tell you that there's something ongoing in that direction but meanwhile like yeah, but we have had successive governments in the past do similar things there have been protests in the past mostly where where they have listed a number of concerns mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the government in power at the time has pointed to certain things you have done during the administration and be like we did this, this we did it. this we did but this so still, even though it's not there yet we are doing something about it and yeah, that's not what that's not what we want to hear mm-hmm. we want to see something radical we want to see something so, more like more like actions than words yeah 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 yeah. let's see more action and the act, like it shouldn't be it shouldn't look like you are doing us a favor you get it like mm-hmm. do it like it's your job it's your do job. it like you are getting paid to do it so if i'm if i'm getting this right it means that like um how do i put it so uh no list and as vague as some people might want to see it uh the list might would will you feel like even like let's say if some people put together a list would you feel like the list would have some shortcomings because I feel like that's what, like, you can easily put together a list and forget, like, some things exist. And then it's like, oh, this is the list of things we want fixed. But then, okay, so if those things are fixed, then what about those off the list? Is that the point of no list? The, the point of having no list is to not limit people to a certain number of things that need of fixing. things that need fixing in doing that you leave a lot of things out 
So it's about ensuring that the systems within which each and every sector are up to par. It's about yesterday I was making, I was, I was citing an example to Amakromo. Hey, Amakromo's birthday is today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Wait, let's <laughs> let's take this break. Sorry guys. Happy <laughs> happy birthday to Ama who refused to join us. <laughs> that is my happy birthday wish <laughs> anyway sorry girl god bless you please thank you for always having our back we love you yeah we love you and get a boyfriend so <laughs> <laughs> that is a long story for another long day hopefully it's good to you yeah hey where did i get to i lost um you were citing something something you were telling ama yesterday yeah so i was, I was having a, a similar conversation right and the issue of systems came up and my point was it's about pushing for the systems that are supposed to be in place for every other sector to work there are humans in every institution mm-hmm. they allow the systems to run they supervise the systems but there have been a lot of times where the systems have been so weak that people have taken advantage of them mm-hmm. so if we ensure that the systems are in place and we make sure that they are working efficiently without with less with less interference. Okay. For example, the Auditor General. Yeah, yeah the Auditor General's office, for instance. An Auditor General is supposed to take charge of the accounts of every government take stock of every government activity that goes on in terms of like the, the, the finances and logistics and all of that. It has to take and it into account. Yeah, it has to audit everything and submit a report to the uh, audit service board to deliberate and also make recommendations and if there are supposed to be sanctions especially sanctions for people who have flouted um uh, a, number a, a, a number of things yeah maybe they flouted a, a rule or two they're supposed to make that happen that is a system that is there mm. if the humans who are working with the system ensure the system works it's going to trickle down so a particular agency who who has that has maybe um, awarded a contract or they had they have gone into something and maybe when, when there's time f- for them to be audited mm-hmm. if they know that they have done some overruns mm-hmm. illegally mm-hmm. because the person knows that all those in the value chain can be compromised it is for the person to embed some of the funds or maybe take keep some of the logistics in a certain corner for himself or anything mm-hmm. and in, like make sure that a person who is supposed to come to audit he can you know collude with a person and get away with it and maybe under report what they are supposed to do and that person also goes up there to the oh, okay so but wouldn't that um i'm just playing the divorce advocate yeah. here wouldn't that fit into um fix your attitude that the, the, the counter hashtag that came up when the Fix the Country now came up, where people are like, um, fix your attitude and then it, it, it would automatically, you would automatically see a change in the country. So wouldn't, wouldn't like that statement fit in where like the people in the audit service and the people at the government institutions who are supposed to report to the audit service kind of like needs a change in attitude to make that system work? Yeah. I'll come to that point. Like, I, I was actually driving at that. Okay. So, um, so I was, I was talking about the fact that there will be some interference along the way mm-hmm. until it gets to the Attorney General. Um, the, yeah, the Auditor General. And then when it gets to the Auditor General, if, let's say, the Auditor General is not compromised in any way. The Auditor General has been appointed or like from a very neutral pool, which is supposed to be the case mm-hmm. because we supposed to appoint somebody who is um, sort of has the, 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 the capacity to fight corruption or to look into some of these matters as objective as possible. As possible yeah. Which is, is highly improbable if, for instance, it's because as, as it stands, um, it's supposed to be the Attorney General who suggests or, or nominates somebody for the President to you know actually accept and then the person becomes the, the mm, special prosecutor. Mm, and, yeah. uh, did I see? What are we even talking about? The Auditor, Auditor General. General. So if the person is not as objective as the person is supposed to be, some of these things he may see it, but as long as the person is tainted or compromised in a way, the person would like to overlook it because the person is like, okay, so even if I I speak bad about this, it's my the people who the, chose yeah the people like yeah I was appointed by this mm-hmm. this government. Mm-hmm. So no matter the rot that goes on at the institutions, okay. it's like I'll turn a blind eye to it mm-hmm. because I don't want you know this bad the, the, the bad name for the, comp- the like the the, 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 government. the government and that goes on to feed into the confidence of that 
manager at the lowest level who was, where the accounting is supposed to begin. The person is actually emboldened to continue to do that because he knows he's going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. So if uh, the Auditor General, you know, looks away as if he hasn't seen anything, and all these funds keep going Go under the bridge. Then we are suffering. Yeah, then we are suffering. That's how we are not able to account for a lot of things that we, we have. Yeah. And these things, like that's like just one institution, one institution, example from one institution I'm given. And if these things are perpetrated in different, different departments of the, 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 then like, the country. The country. Is a lot of yeah, planning. so yeah, cumulatively, we are not getting anywhere. And that brings me back to your fixed attitude. question of fixing the attitude. So let's assume that the Auditor General is is selected from a very a very neutral pool mm-hmm. who everybody knows actually this one yeah, if you mess up with him he won't forgive he won't, he won't forgive you it's not like he's not gonna he's not gonna forgive you he's just playing like by, he's doing his role yeah he's playing just, by yeah, he's the, just the, 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 going by the, the system that yeah, exists yeah you know so if he he uh, puts his foot down and, and it's like this he's not gonna allow some of these things to go under the bridge that auditor that's going down to the company the individual companies to do that the person knows that this this auditor general is a no nonsense guy mm-hmm. so if he goes to do any shady business with the managers at the the level of the uh, institutions the local institution the government institutions he's not going to deal with them with kid gloves anything he sees he's going to report just as because if the auditing time is due and there are some loopholes along the line and the Auditor General sees it. Someone has to take the fall. Yeah. And nobody wants to be at the receiving end of that. Mm. In that way, everybody is forced sort of to so go by the structures that are okay. in place. Because so they know that from the top, the person at the top is going to make sure that someone answers for every shortfall that happens. And so no matter what your attitude is, whether you are somebody who is who has embezzlement as a hobby, <laughs> as long as you know that the system is going to find you out. You will be forced to comply, comply because it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not a, a family business. So if I'm getting you right, if the system works, the attitude changes. Yes, if the system works, it doesn't matter your attitude, you will be whipped in line. That's what it says. That's how come in uh, people have used this example throughout the week, and I think it's very instructive. That's why elsewhere, when you run the traffic the traffic light, yeah, yes, you are given a ticket. Yes, you are given a ticket. But if you are if you are if you run a light and you're not giving a ticket, you are emboldened to do it the next time. You can run and, the light again. Yeah, because and if with this same fix fix your attitude matter, people don't don't appreciate the fact that human beings are always in survival mode. No matter who you are, as long as you can get away with it, there's a high probability that if you are not whipped in line, you're going to do something to save yourself. If you leave two people in a bare land and they go hungry for months, one person will eat the other. One person might want. But yeah. it's not morally right. Yeah. Like, it's not morally right, but something is going to happen at the end of the day. One is going to kill the other for for to be able to survive. And that's how instinctively we are built. And that's why animals, we see animals in the bush fighting and all those things. It's not like they are, if they if, if their conditions were cool and they were having food every time, like there was don't food around, each other, don't, don't be fighting each other the way they are fighting because there's, unfortunately, they don't think like human beings. So they can't cook, they can't do all these things that we are doing right now. So, like, they are conditioned to to hunt like that's how they eat the hands to eat if there were there was amenities like how human you have things around and all that do you see them doing what they are doing they just want to survive it's not like they are bad or they are good or all of that they have to survive and that's how human beings are actually built so attitude fine like i i i concede to the fact that attitude needs to change if attitudes are changed and the systems are being improved it's going to only accelerate the level of development because it's going like it's going to it's going to push it because you, you, nobody needs to whip you in line to do this. It's just going to be make the job of like the system easy. Yeah. So easier. like you run a red light, you are given a ticket, a ticket so you, you pay for it, yeah. or things like that. But you don't run the red light, you don't get the ticket, and you give the the police less job to come and find your house and give you the ticket. Yeah. So you can focus that energy using to come to your house to go and police other districts where there could be crime and, and all that. Probably you know. if you throw rubbish anywhere, you're also given something. If you, if you like, what? if you throw rubbish anywhere where you're not supposed to, then if the system works, like you're saying, then that means that those those people are also supposed to be punished for their actions. Yeah, if there's a system that 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 allows for that, that if you throw rubbish anywhere, you're going to be punished. You will see, there's less likely that you see rubbish around because the system is going to make sure that you are caught on tape 
or caught by a police officer or whatever who sees that's one thing but if there are no bins around for you to drop that wrapper in or that drink that you just yeah, empty yeah you are you are, you are conditioned to somehow put it yes you have to put it somewhere you have to put it somewhere and you are, you are eventually going to do that And but if you know if you do that you're going to get caught you hold it till you get to your house or wherever you find the bin yeah. before before you drop it in the point I'm trying to make is the two go hand in hand one, one is superior than the other yeah because if it fix your attitude it helps improve the system it helps improve the system mm-hmm. but without the system fixing attitude your, doesn't fixing do your attitude won't go yeah, yeah, anywhere I saw, I, saw, I saw somebody tweet that fixing my attitude won't lessen housing burdens fixing attitude won't give classrooms chairs and whatever to sit on fixing attitude won't give some people clean water if fixing our attitude will help improve the system provided the systems are trying to work yeah. But me not fixing my attitude doesn't take away from the fact that the system isn't work. Like I don't know, I'm not. Your, if the system is working, your attitude won't matter. You still have to conform with what is, what is what is yeah, and when you don't go yeah, you feel the punishment. And that's a way of teaching you a lesson because you flouted a system which everybody is going by. All in all, I think it's a very <coughs> sorry, it's a very good uh, campaign. I think I to be honest, like up to me, people wouldn't stop. They'll they'll keep doing it and to keep not just remind this government but like successive governments on 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 things they need to do. For instance, um, I feel like when when this whole thing came and the fix the attitude came, I think it came as a response to people thought that the campaign was NDC. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, if this campaign is NDC sponsored, then maybe the the government or the NPP decided this is our response to it, which was terrible in my opinion. Um, I I felt that maybe in a nice fix, and it was a better response to fix your attitude. Was a better response than <laughs> than fix your attitude because um, the, there's this lecturer who was interviewed on Top Story with Evans Mensah. And, and then he was saying that it's very wrong for the government in power or the party. You know how they initially started? They started, they started responding as if they were addressing members of the NDC. Yeah. And where that's where they got it wrong because um, a lot of people may have voted for one particular party or another, but some, some people don't vote because of a particular political lens. Yeah. They vote because they are convinced of what one party or another claim they can do for them. And so the response should have been, we are addressing citizens of a country. Yeah, not that, members of a political party. Right. And I think that's, that's, that's what increased the anger because at the end of the day, prior to 2016 election, when the NPP was calling out that the government at the time for everything they were doing wrong, mm-hmm. there was nobody telling anybody to fix their attitude because at the end of the day, like, if you knew fixing our attitude was the answer to fixing the country's problems, then you wouldn't have called the government out as you did. That that has been the argument. So I don't know, I feel like it's a good thing if and and I feel like a lot of people reading like the through the comments and the tweets and the text, I realized something. There's one thing the NPP is not getting. The NPP is not getting the fact that People now are not holding them to the standards of the NDC. People are holding them to the standards of their promises in 2016. And so if you say that and, uh, during the NDC time, you won't, you won't have light for 24 hours and then you have light the following day. During that time, you won't have light maybe from um, 12 to 6. No, but because during people won't accept that because that's just an example. But I'm saying people won't accept that because during your campaign, you said that you would have lights. Yeah. Right, and I feel like that's that's when you go through the comments and the posts and everything, that's that's the the problem people have. They are not holding NPP to to NDC standards, mm. NDC government standards. They are holding NPP to the things they claim they could do. We have the men, we won't borrow, Ghana beyond aid, and whatever campaign promises that they feel have not been fulfilled up till now. 
right? Yeah. And so I, I feel like it's time the party take that into consideration, especially five years after the old government left power. It, it, it gets old for a lot of people and I, I see it it's getting old for a lot of people when you keep saying that we inherited a terrible government it's like you are just trying to tell us you can't do it yeah when you claim you could do a lot of things in your first year in your second year in your third year like you know so now you keep saying we inherited the Mahama government we inherited the Mahama government for a lot of people it is getting old and what, what I'm fascinated about like when it comes to this whole fix the country movement is how non-partisan it is mm-hmm. i think at the onset monday tuesday there about it was getting difficult for the government to find a clear point to attack the and movement. i feel like that's why they asked for lists yeah they were finding a, a, a very a very difficult to 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 actually like pinpoint what exactly yeah, pinpoint what exactly is the rationale behind the so move. That they you know, the suspicions of the suspicions of like politicization or you know the influence of the NDC in the movement was what was simmering at the time. Like Monday, Tuesday, they were yeah. all thinking, okay, this could be like a NDC an NDC thing. Everybody and find, said it's an NDC yeah, thing. And you you you'd find you'd find yeah people like Freddie Blay, the chairman of the, yeah, NDC, uh, the NDP, make comments such as that sort of tagging the the protesters as NDC, NDC. people which is not the case yeah. and you have seen people go to create a budget for the protest that was supposed mm-hmm. to have happened mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. Sunday yeah. and um, they had drawn a whole budget listed a number of things and tagged the amount to them and had put on the letterhead Muhammad, as being from John Muhammad, yeah, Muhammad the former the former president and from that angle, you feel something, like people. Something, something. Ladi used like a very funny comment for for that thing. Oh, he he said the creator of it was oh he, he had this funny. Like comment. it was it was so dumb. Like something yeah, that's dumb, very easily dumb. verifiable by anybody. Like you just, there's some of the early like aftermath mm. of that statement coming out yeah. was that you saw people who were like um, um, MPP affiliates on social media actually attacking the members of the group from that angle mm-hmm. saying that so no in all this while it was being financed by and John Ramani Mahama and so now you see that you have exposed you it's an entity thing and yeah. blah 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 so the organizers found this out and then they did their checks and came out with like a, a, another version of that which had the, like the fake um, stamp embossed oh, on yes. it and circulated that one also then people began to realize that okay so it's a fake so all those who didn't know and were actually attacking the group for that also began to retreat and i feel like that's a really good thing because it's it, it, nobody's it, wearing a political lens yeah anymore. nobody's wearing a, a, a political lens and the rate at which the guys are able to mobilize and coordinate yes, themselves yeah. and put out a particular message at a particular point in time because as at the time that message was circulating immediately the organizers got hold of that particular pdf or whatever it was it was quickly reconstructed with a fake and everything and it went even more viral than in my opinion original. than the original and i feel like it went more it was wider that people had to people even got that before they got and the I version feel like that, that, that should be a lesson to like a lot of people who claim that activism on social media is not a thing exactly because it's it's because of these activisms that's why we had the finance minister address the nation today at two or three yeah yeah and 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 social media goes a long way it's through social media that we donate for people who can't pay for their health um their hospital bills because of one reason or another it's because of social media that we catch criminals i mean like i was on tiktok like lockdown you know that lockdown tiktok was my thing lockdown like i literally just sleep at tiktok and I was on TikTok and this guy posted like pictures of himself and his like um, old friend from high school. They had graduated, old friend from high school. And, and then he texted and he's like, this was my first love and I've missed her, blah, blah, blah. Guys, TikTok guys, help me find her. Like in less than 24 hours, people found her, found her. Uh, Instagram handle, her Twitter handle, her address, and 
everything and then they dm'd the guy and so like the guy was like 24 hours later then he 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 gave a reply and then he was like guys thank you every all the information where yeah. you found her for me so like she he shared like a conversation between them and then when they met when they later met he shared like videos and pictures of them meeting so i feel like social media can go a long way to do a lot of things for a lot of people and so if these kind of activisms and cries starts on social media I, I i want like people to not just um discard of it like they yeah just if don't discard like uh, take it as serious as you would when nurses are on the street protesting or doctors are on the street protesting or whatever group are on the street just take it that seriously because online it lasts longer than offline right because five years from now somebody can go and text fix the country now uh, 2021 what was it about and they can get the tweets they can get the online stories and 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 those information can also propel another activism five years from now or 10 years from now and this time the records are more glaring like you see everybody posting online and that even brings me back to this is exactly what we've been talking about on the podcast over the past season like last season we there were so many instances where we we were marveled about the extent to which social media has done certain things and SARS was one of them the impact of social media in in this this like this generation of ours is very significant that being said the injunction we all know that there, like, there was an injunction that had, had been placed yeah, yeah. because the, the, the organizers had notified the police of their intention to embark on the protest mm-hmm. on the streets of Accra and today, the May 9th. secured an injunction. Yeah, on Saturday, the police secured an injunction after there had been... There, there was a, there's a very long issue that led to that injunction and it's a long story you can go on my journal line to look for so, it but short short recap they were going to meet the igp yeah they ended up meeting a lot of ministers of state yeah and then right after the meeting police injunction you yeah. can find all of that on my journalline.com yeah so it's kindly uh, brought to you by kenneth our Yes. Let's relax. relax. God is in control. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, long story short, as Nasiba already, already said, the injunction was secured, and the 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 the, the high courts actually banned the protesters or the organizers or their asides, workmen, anybody related to the fix the country movement was barred from Protesting. embarking on any form of protest on the streets of Accra anywhere until further notice yeah basically and which a lot of lawyers have said doesn't apply until further notice doesn't apply until yeah, after 10 days applies. yes because what the expert injunction was supposed to be within 10 days according to the law yeah but so it was interesting that the court would and, be and, and, that and they cannot do it even after 10 days because law you can the police can't reject anything that's why they secured an injunction but like if you go what was the story again ken there's just so many stories so. the story on the the, the response of the guys to the police uh, rejection. You know the conveners, there are lawyers and things in the conveners, yeah. not just more people as people presume. And so these lawyers actually like found um, what I would call maybe um, expired laws. So like, like there, there were problems with the imposition of restriction acts that the police quoted in their quote-unquote rejection um, press statement and then there are lots of things that they found like the government doing and what they could do and all other things to compare like how is it that um, they even if they they claim that the imposition of restriction act doesn't work anymore but then even if it does how is it that it didn't apply when people were holding rallies yeah. and then uh, that one day they were left off uh, of the of hook? The and Yeah, so I think it would be very educational for people to, you know the police statements, you know the injunction. It would be very good if they also go and then they read the documents and then they have like over 30, 30 reasons why, like very short paragraphs, 13 reasons why. Yes, I think someone was, was um, someone from the team tweeted that one, they had one of the ministers or one of the government officials in that particular meeting say that it was the most detailed notification yeah, yeah, or yeah, demonstration yeah, yeah, yeah. that the person yeah, had ever yeah, seen in yeah, their life. Yeah, very and true. I'm, I'm not surprised because if you look at the document, it's very detailed. Oh, yeah, it the goes all the way to list, to list the, 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 the way in which they were planning to 
comply yeah. with COVID-19 protocols. Yeah. The routes, even the routes were very detailed with pictures and everything. I and think I the think response to the rejection was a lot detailed. So you can only imagine the details in which they put into the police. Yeah. And even with all that, um, the police couldn't, even, even though the police said they couldn't, you know, grant them the... The, the 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 you know they couldn't shepherd the mm-hmm. the move they went ahead to secure an injunction from the court yeah. which barred the the protesters from embarking on a demonstration which was supposed to be today a day after that the protesters had gone back re-strategized and came up with a name and shame campaign mm-hmm. in that, that campaign they would take pictures of whichever community they lived in, attach the picture of the MP who is responsible for the community mm-hmm. and post it online. Yeah. Just it, you don't need to say much. You just show a picture of a dilapidated area, a deteriorating and then structure or whatever. Something that needs attention and then you tag, tag yeah. your MP. So this is like the MP the constituency. Like so that, that sort of comparison. And that hashtag also topped the trend for the whole of yeah, I think did, Thursday or really Friday. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was up there the whole time. You saw people doing that, engaging and all that. And it was very fascinating because it has been really long that you'd find people of different political backgrounds come together mm-hmm. because it wasn't limited to just the NPP who mm-hmm. are the ruling government. Yeah. You had MPs being posted there who were in the in the opposition party, which is the NDC. So you had people who were also from the NDC. Um, you had MPs suffered a feat mm-hmm. who were from the NDC and, and all those yeah, things. Yeah, so and it wasn't people, limited to just Yeah, one. people were also posting DCEs, MCs and all that. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't dominant. Like, the dominant one was the MPs. M- the MPs. Yeah. So there was a, a, an issue about why you tag, why you an, tag MP an MP when you who is a lawmaker, when you tag the DC or the MC who mm-hmm. is directly related when it comes to the development of the community. Yeah. And Interestingly, when it comes to when it comes to development in communities, most of these promises that you hear about we won't become we'll do this, we'll mm. do that are from the, the members of parliament. Mm. Even though it's not their direct job to do that. You'd find some of them justified with the fact that they have the power to lobby because they work with these ministers, for instance, like if you're an MP <laughs> because in Ghana, yeah. because in, in Ghana the, pres- the the law allows the president to appoint more than half of his ministers from parliament, mm-hmm. you'd find that you, you the, the MPs are the same people who are the ministers. Yeah. And so they have that sort of relationship. So they capitalize on that to and they lobby for their... They, they yeah, so they, they say they can lobby to those people to get development to the communities. And also, if the, com- the development goes to the communities and you, you, you find that they maybe they are cutting sword or something, instead of the MC or the DC, the DC is there, the MP you is find there. the MP there they always taking all the, the glory. <laughs> taking the pictures, doing all the you know all the yeah those those gestures that you'd want to, you'd want to see the MC take credit for, <laughs> but you see the MP at the forefront, yeah. and this is what has fueled all these things because so it means that in in when is election election period or the, the campaigning season, you'd find these MPs show up and be like, okay, so you saw this get thing that we did this, here. Yes, I was that. the one who did it. So vote me back in power for the next four years. I'm going to do more than this. But then and when it comes I, to name yeah. and shame, they when change their story. When it comes to name story. and shame, you are the same <laughs> who are advocating for the fact that it's MPs and DCs who on paper are supposed to do this. So mm. you shouldn't be attacking the MPs. And that is the justification that the name and shame campaign team was using because they were yeah. like, yeah, you promised us. Yeah, so that's the argument that the, the, the campaigners were, were using to promote the name and shame. And it was also, also very effective for, for that mm. day because it was, it was becoming difficult for government communicators to anticipate what the next because it looks like every single day came with different, something different either yeah. a different trend a different, yeah, different hashtag, a different, hashtag a, different... a different mission and they were so scattered around they were so unpredictable and so that was one thing also that was hurting the government because again the goalposts keep moving from left right center so mm-hmm. it was getting difficult for them to to do that then came um May 9, right? Yeah, May 9, today the protest. Yeah, the protest. So, on the back of the fact that an injunction had been secured. Yeah, a lot of people. I I like the online. You know how, like, everybody will, like, face the country, they'll take their placards and then they'll take a photo next to something somewhere terrible or in front of their housing. Yes, and that was the protest. Like, at the the Black Star Square, you found that the police had but I, that's the thing I find their it very vehicles weird. over there I find it very waiting weird. for protesters to come I, when they had and, and I find secured the injunction weird. against them I find it very weird because I'm like okay fine let's say maybe 10 people no wait not even that 
I find it very weird because on on literally almost every occasion of protest okay not every occasion but like some occasions of protest we have witnessed like the police use some sort one or another excessive force to stop protesters which i don't get because protesters are still citizens of this country who are not holding any weapons they are just holding their placards they are shouting do this for us do that for us so i don't get why police will go there with tenders or like tear gases and and stuff to like you know kind of i mean i i think i think i think i think i think um the the level of uproar on social media actually got them to anticipate that the People numbers are, yeah, the numbers are going to be huge if the campaign was to, to or the, the the members or sympathizers were to breach the, the, the law the yeah the public the, the order, order yeah the court mm. order and so they anticipated that if these people breach this order the numbers are going to be huge because so like there were about 11 to 12 cars because each day you were having over 400,000 tweets from one hashtag so with, with with like with that in mind, you can realize that like it, it was the sentiment of um, the need for a new like or a revamped system to run the country mm. was widespread. It was cut across, you know, the the length and breadth of the country. And so there was anticipation that this number is going to be huge. And I think that's one of the reasons why the the police is trying to make sure that it doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen. And for which some people are suspecting that it, it's someone in government calling the shots or there are government people calling the shots because they know that but, if well, but, if this comes on, it's going then, to be a bad, it's going to be a bad be image let's, of the government and the international let's community. Let's be real. Let's be real. The injunction can't last forever. Yeah. Samson, Samson was saying something on Top Story once, or was in Newsnight, and then he was saying that the problem with our COVID laws is that every every country have their laws like their pandemic laws are like pandemic related and so the moment the country is able to beat the pandemic return to normal life and then know like so every law in other countries are pandemic specific so those laws will cease to exist after the pandemic but he said the problem with ours is that it's not pandemic related yeah it exists until the president says it shouldn't or somebody challenges that law in, in at the Supreme Court and then the Supreme Court decides to throw the law away. Which he said that like a lot of MPs faulted when like the laws were come uh, the, the that law was being enacted and then they didn't like fight that for it to be like pandemic specific. So when we beat the pandemic It has to be that, over, like it has to be there has to be some level of easing. I think all in all it's a very good campaign. But I, you realize like I haven't been like that on it. It's allowed. I just, I just, I just feel sad and weird and angry all at the same time when I decide to maybe tweet. So like the only times I do anything face the country is when I'm retweeting your tweets. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I, I like feel that. like I feel like at the end of the day, like there's a list I saw about. So when people were like, give us list, give us list. There's one guy who decided to make a list and God help us all. That's the point. I feel like the the campaign at the end of the day is supported by people who would leave when their interest is served. Do you get my point? But there's only one way to find out. And I, I don't think I'm ready to because I know that that's what's like I know that's what's going to happen. We have, we have, we have seen we have seen organizations or groups hold similar similar you know agitations in the past. Occupy Ghana is one big example. And today we find people who were spearheading that campaign during the Mahama administration now in in, in, in government positions. <laughs> and you are wondering whether at the time championing that campaign was for the country's in, in the country's interest or for their personal interest. Yeah. That that happens. Me, I I, no, I wholeheartedly no, and, and, agree and that. My, no, no, that and my, mine goes my problem goes beyond that. My problem goes beyond the heads of organizations who champion things for the country to like the ordinary Ghanaian. The ordinary Ghanaian who would watch like other people's interests being breached or like 
some people being discriminated against and then they will tell you that oh this is nothing why because it's not their problem let's say all, all bad roads in Accra are fixed all bad roads in Kumasi are fixed all bad roads in Tamale and Koforija and um, Cape Coast are fixed what about the hinterlands? What about the roads in the hinterlands? Everybody would go to sleep because all bad roads in the major cities are fit. Now let the people from the hinterlands come and be like, do this for us. And then we'll get people be like, oh, government is doing it, so go and sit down. My problem is that the campaign is supported by people who at the end of the day, when their interest is served, we run away. And that is the only reason why when somebody with their hair is going to school, they will tell you that shave it, rules are rules, and you get people supporting it. These people claim they want what is good for the uh, they, they want something in the interest of the country. But if you want the interest of the country, you won't. You will not watch and sit down while somebody's um, basic rights is, are, are being infringed upon. When somebody's freedom to religion is being infringed upon, and you say that that is the church's rule, that is the school's rule that has been in existence for 100 and whatever years, and so they should follow it. That is the problem. So at the end of the day, when people's problems are fixed, when they get the job they want, when they get the road they want, all the other problems to hell with. And that's why we are getting people say fix the attitude because they, 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 those problems that people are mentioning at most are not affecting them. Imagine if like everything some people are seeing are affecting them. Imagine if in our car, every single one of us have really bad water to drink. Do you think people in Akka will be tweeting fake their attitude? No, but we have some people in Akka still tweeting fake their attitude when they know that in some parts of Akka people are really suffering and things really need to change. So, like, I, I, I feel very weird when I'm like, I'm typing fix the country now, but then I know that at the end of the day, this person, Kao Bejamiho, and Kobebia, like, it's like I'm fighting for myself. So, at the end of the day, why not just fight for myself and then go, go away? Because, like, I see, I, I have seen, like, arguments from ordinary Guineans support support like some of the most ridiculous things you know clearly they shouldn't be supporting and all these things that they support go go like hand in hand in either making the country work or break and so if you are like doing fix the country now but then on hindsight or not hindsight you are supporting something that actually will also bring down the country w what do you think you are doing that's what I'm saying that this fight is not about individuals. That's the crux of the matter. That some of, some of these concerns that you are raising, like roads, all those things, and people having to support the opposite because, like you saying that somebody is just supporting the cause because at the end it's going to achieve something. The cost to be incurred by not participating or not pushing the agenda is greater than the cause that will be incurred. I still don't think why, no wait, I still don't think why I should support it when at the end of the day um, um, a Rastafarian can go to some school because of his hair or a Muslim girl is, is being told to go to your own school quote unquote or Muslims are being told build your own schools at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, even if the country is fixed, they will tell me this thing. So why am I supporting it? Has the country been fixed and they've told you those things? I'm saying that at the end That's of the day. That's what I'm saying that it's what it's, it's what the effort. It's what the effort. The least you can the least you can do no is way. and so people show me that it is actually worth the effort. I like I would feel You can't see it now. You, that's what you are in right now. That's what we are living in right now. That's the system we are living in right now. You can't, you can't feel it. That's the whole point of people agitating because they, everybody has their concerns. Everybody has their difference. Everybody has their prejudices, which may show along the line. But as long as you haven't gotten there yet, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't push, you shouldn't push for the cause because you know that at the end of the road, maybe this thing may happen, this thing may happen. During the, the process towards the end of the, the road, process, a, lot of, a lot of things can change. Thing, but like the process a lot of things can change. That's what, one, one of them, one of them is having, like one, of the, one of them is today, the, the, having the finance minister come to address the nation today. You haven't seen that the finance minister address the nation on a Sunday before. You haven't seen him for a, for a long time now. We haven't even seen any address from, from, the, from, from any government department or agency or ministry on a Sunday. We haven't seen anything like that. You have to take this, this demonstration that was going to happen today for the government to arrange this meeting to come up, where the, the, the minister came to outline whatever the, the government thinks it's doing 
for which the reason government. yeah whatever the government is doing for which reason they think that fix the country is should be should be toned down a bit even though for me personally i think that there wasn't shit from anything that the, the, the finance minister came well to say. a lot of people like somebody actually i went down somebody actually told me me i feel like I, I, I i'm listening to the things that they said during the budget yeah meeting. yeah it was like it was like a reiteration <laughs> of all that basically me i felt like i didn't i didn't need to hear all that shit because i've allowed the guys to protest <laughs> and everything but there was there's somebody who is out there who might have heard something in there that we have informed a choice that a person was about to make I may not feel the impact of that particular speech because of maybe where I stand. But somebody may have benefited from it. There might have been some vital information somebody needed, which the finance minister provided him, which is going to inform a decision going to make, which is going to improve his life, maybe business-wise or something. These are some of the actions that we are looking at. The government is also saying that they are going to have subsequent addresses along the line in line with this same fix the country thing there's a lot of things that can change along the line this is just the beginning of the moment this is a oh, week oh, like, this like is I told week. you no wait when we started I just said I said it's a very good campaign didn't I yeah. and I and I said it's yielding good results I'm not doubting that but I'm saying that for me personally it is difficult for me to join when I see the things I see around me I'm not saying it's a very bad campaign and it's not a campaign worth joining far from it far from it. that's not mm. my argument my argument is that personally it's difficult for me to join the process when i know that currently when we are all fighting for the same thing somebody will go somewhere and join a fight that is against me or against somebody else or against like do you get my point mm-hmm. right and so like and so that's what i'm saying those those things happen and and those things happen and because those things happen it's very difficult for me to actually like holistically join the campaign for me it wouldn't have mattered if it was just like a few number of people that were going about saying that but then when you see a lot of people say the same thing they're like are we are we really okay are we really going to be okay in this country this kind of kind of conversation has been going on in the country for a while just that it has been ndc and npp you get it like the, the, one of the reasons why we are unable to tackle some of these issues is because of the politicization. And this time, like, it's like these people have like their own followings, mm-hmm. like they are very large followings yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then there's this new crop of people who are not affiliated to any of them pushing for this agenda. Mm-hmm. Some of these things they are talking about are the same things that the government say when they are in opposition. Mm-hmm. But they are not taken seriously because they are tagged politically. I feel like this is like an opportunity for anybody to, or a platform for anybody who has any concern to join and help amplify. The, the reason why it makes it easier for anybody who joins in to sort of put their case across is because the, the, now now they are, the numbers the numbers are there. Like and in this country, you know, like a lot of things are right now. Yeah. It's, it's a numbers game. Yeah. A lot of people are there who are supposedly not affiliated to any other party who are ready to take into account the views of every single individual in the in the in the group. Mm-hmm. For which reason, there is not even a list of a list of things that are supposed to a, a list of things that the government is supposed to look at and change. Which means that it's a whole systemic approach that they are taking. It's a call for an overhaul of a system. And overhauling a system. Listen, listen, listen. Overhauling a system means everybody is coming with their ideas about things that in, that that need changing, which is going to be the final product. Like that's like the the end result. We need the country to change, to change for the better. Use it to change for the better. Doesn't mean to be like Nigeria or to be like our counterparts in Africa. Like a very high standard. And having a high standard means we know the countries that have very high standards development and all that. There are people who have like been very objective and constructive in their thinking. And that is exactly what we want. And so we want every, like, this is, is like a group of individuals who are taking into account every positive thing or every idea they have, that they have had about a very objective society where conditions are favorable for people to achieve their dreams. And having that means that is is about having everybody else on board. As long as you're not politically tagged or not having a political motive, you are you are welcome on board. At this point, there's, there's, no, there's no list of things that the government is supposed to address. There's opportunity for concerns like this and many other ones that haven't been amplified the more to be factored in. It's not like it's just, it's just a movement of people shouting and saying that 
you want this to oh, be done, yeah, you want yeah, this to be done. Absolutely. Yeah. So this at this, at this point, when some progress is made, that's when some of these all these concerns are going to be factored. Maybe probably there's going to be a document at the end. But at this point, that's, that that hasn't happened yet. It's still gathering momentum. like momentum. And all these concerns getting in there help to gather that momentum. So it's it's even better that they're still gathering more people. And it's good that we like people like this sentiment that I've just raised. If people like you are part of such a movement, they're able to yeah, I love it. I am laughing because I you still do you I feel like I get your point. You are making a very fantastic point. And I won't like throw any of it aside. But I think you're not factioning how difficult it is for me to. It's for me it goes beyond. Okay, this is the rationale. Let me join. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember the list I told you I saw. Mm-hmm. One of the things in it, I think Cornelis, Cornelis retweeted it. So Cornelis is one of our friends. He's been on this show. He was on last season when we were talking about shooting your shot and not attacking the people. Yeah. Can look for that episode, but Cornelis retweeted it, and it had something. You know, Cornelis is a very big um, advocate, like human human rights thing stuff advocate. And so, it, it, one of the things that I had on it was uh, it had something about LGBTQ, something about banning. LGBTQ yeah, I think I've seen, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it. And so, like he was, he was like, "Wow, see, this these are some of the things that kind of like." removes the purpose of the actual campaign because if you're advocating if you're like that's what like i said before if you're advocating for less fixing the country and then you like you clearly go and so like you're on twitter fix the country and then name and shame and then whatever and you're there and then you go on facebook and then you see a post and you're like oh these people i'm here like they're not important so that leave them alone and like it's like when i see that it's very difficult for me to yeah put myself in it i saw i saw i saw that tweet i was talking about it was posted by one i didn't even i got to like that second name on the list and i yeah. just moved on you I realize guess. you realize that if you go below that tweet you see a barrage of insults or uh, yeah, I mean, yeah of attacks course, at the guy they're, they're most of those insults were from people who were championing the fix the country cause I actually belong to a platform where that particular post came up and that, that platform has a lot of it's like basically like the 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 convergence point for people who are championing the, the, the country, country agenda mm. and that post showed up there and ah, it was yeah, as you re- want to say that you are just following oh, forget about <laughs> that. <laughs> like so like the guys are like what the ah, fuck this come from? because there hasn't God. been there hasn't been an agreement that there's yeah there should be a list yeah there, that there has been there has been a list not even talk about the fact that there was a, a portion in the eliminating the rights of lgbt in the country and that was totally absurd so like you saw that like people were attacking the guy for putting out something like that for one for it's a human rights abuse connotations in there and secondly the fact that nobody has agreed to the fact that there's going to be a plethora of, of things that we are, we, are, we, are, we are presenting to the government and so those are some of the things that will fall through the cracks but it doesn't mean that chancing on those things means that you should give oh, up oh absolutely but then chancing on those things that it means for what what they mean for me is that there are still very yeah uh i want to use a very good word so that people come bad me. well they, i don't say bad nuts bad i mean apple. people are opinion uh, are entitled to their opinion so like saying bad nuts doesn't really <sighs> there are still some people with some type of thinking in in in, yeah. in the country which i have i have for the past week i have seen a lot of and so I'm like, are these the people we are fighting for? Are these the people who are fighting for us? Because at the end of the day, they're not even fighting for anyone. A lot of them are just joining for joining sake. Some mm. of them are also joining. Nah. Like for me, until I feel like there's been a change somewhere where people don't move from Twitter supporting Fix the Country to Facebook clearly commenting 
in a way that infringes on some people's rights or discriminates against some people or like maybe insults some people or like throw away the concerns of some people. I think it's also a good advice for, for the organizers of the of the or the conveners of the, like, the country. You can't, you I can't, think, you I can't I think, think that your fix yeah. the country is more important and then somebody else is come like fix the country and then bring some other ideas and you think that maybe those those things are really not important. Yeah. So, so those are those are those are those are very genuine lessons that have to be learned going forward in a movement. Um, activism has to be more targeted. It has to be well coordinated because the the whole idea about being like advocating for something is about wanting like a very radical change. A radical change has to be hard hitting, mm-hmm. and being hard hitting means that you have to get your priorities right. You have to get everybody whipped in line for a particular course. That's the only reason because you know that as we already said, it's a numbers game. So we just have to make sure that. The organizers or the, the 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 people behind the fix the country movement ensure that the activities are more coordinated to ensure that loopholes are not found because some of these things are issues that people who are against the movement will want to pick up, feed on, and use against mm-hmm. the group. Yeah, so right. even though even though the idea behind the activism is good, some of these things are the the, the issues that are going to be dragging the progress of. Of, of, of groups such as these. Yeah. Personally, I feel like it's a good... I, I'm, I'm just hoping that it's sustained because you know that the it's going to be in June. June is when the Supreme Court yeah. has allowed yeah. for... Well, they filed for yeah. abridgment of time or something like that, basically letting the time come forward so that they hear, the hearing goes yeah. on faster. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as we, as we speak on paper, it's, well, it's supposed my, to be June my, I think my, what I would want people to take away from this thing is that social media activism shouldn't be brushed yeah. aside just because you think it's social media and won't make as much impact as a um, let's go to the independent square thing would be because at the end of the day even though today people were not on the ground people were still in their homes with their placards taking pictures and then we still had the fix the country tweets on, on Twitter. So like if it's a good cause and you want to join, fine, but don't don't sit somewhere and be like, oh it's social media and it will end it. I feel like a lot of people are that complacent because they feel like a lot of social media things have ended like either abruptly or like hasn't survived as much as they expected it to. So they assume that every other social media fights would mm. would end the same way. Yeah. But I feel like social media fights should be taken a lot more seriously mm. than it used to be. I think I think even the, the, the disallowance of the group to protest today is 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 even going to you know deepen the impact that the group is gonna have over yeah. the coming weeks. Okay. Because it's going to come up at some point. Because as we speak now there's like a mobilization of of the the the, the protesters sort of everybody ident- like most of the people in the country identify with the sort of concerns that the members of the group are raising mm-hmm. taking into account that the members are from different parts of the country yeah. their issues are very different if you look at the when the hashtag started if you look at where some of the pictures were coming from some of the remotest parts of the country yeah. we're having images from there on Timelines right in front of you, and you were running. Actually, this part, this place, they gone. And you look at some structure, and you're like, What the fuck? Like, do yeah, they actually yeah. go to school? Some in... shocking, yeah. Yeah, so like, it's good that all of them are now identifying with one particular hashtag, they can easily relate to it. Mm. So, that means that it's easier for them to be mobilized when it comes to like a physical protest or maybe a move that a group agrees on to go on in different parts of the country. Yeah. It's easier for them to coordinate all those things. And those things are, go a lot, they go a long way to make bold Something statements, yeah, as far as the government is concerned. So, and the, the government, that's what like governments are afraid of. Mm. If the people mobilize, like it's like a, a different ball game. And so it keeps them on their toes. And I think that we should continue to do that. And the face the country guys should take advantage of the numbers that they are growing and push for a course and not, not be detracted by some of these small things, some of these petty that we Somebody have seen break up if, a lot of if, if you are ready to start a course, you should be ready to fight. Yeah, you should be ready to fight. Yeah. So, 
as long as they have started it and seen it through at least for today even though there wasn't a physical protest i think the online protest did even a marvelous job than what a physical would have a physical one would have done but i'm just praying that the momentum is sustained mm. and going forward something good will come out from this at least the country must be fixed we'll see how that goes they, they should really take advantage of the numbers else if it falls through a lot of people will be like ah oh, see a how what to say kind in english we said it or yeah. i told you so it wouldn't it wouldn't go anywhere yeah, yeah. i told you so yeah. we don't want any i told you so's exactly we don't yeah. you don't want any i told you so's a I lot of people are anticipating i told you so's well. so if you fight well then they don't get to say they are i told you so's mm. let's hope that doesn't happen so aluta continua <laughs> <laughs> go to the internet the speaker is 32 million dollars come for you real bad men in designer suit fuck up my country deprive the youth what we go do what we go do and go see that bang see that bang we go jam it's a revolution sound everybody hurry hurry move to the ground what we go do our people, our people, our people. You hear how Ken was so into the thing, so passionate about it. His social activism work has come. Chaga, I'm passionate about this thing. I'm passionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end, you are even trying to convince people to join you. Yeah, That's join the movement. Active, active. Uh, yes, yes. It's now or never, Nasiba. It's now or never. By the way, thanks a lot for joining our podcast. We appreciate the fact that you took time off your busy schedule to join us. And listen to us. We yes. appreciate every single time. And forgive us for the rants that we did somewhere along the line. We'll be coming as and when the episode. Oh, as we long are- as we are talking about skins activism, the rants, they expect it. It will come once in a while. No, they are shaped like it will come. When a country is fixed, we stop ranting. <laughs> So, once again, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, and we hope you come back for our next episode of the Millennial Street Podcast. The and at Ken, at Ken, at Ken. To make sure that our next episode comes very, very early. Thank I, you very much. I, I, I at Ken on Twitter at ZKenetDarko, right? Yeah. Yeah. At Timpa. And also, you can reach oh, Nasiba on it's Nasi. That's her handle on, on Twitter. So you can get ahead with all your your invitation to fix the country. In also, we are moment. looking for a girlfriend for Ken. <laughs> oh, God. And so, I'm scared and I'll fly. <laughs> on this note. Oh, Amma. Enjoy the rest Amma, of let day. me sing happy birthday for Amma before we close. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Bang. We love you very much. Happy birthday to you. Bang, bang. We love you very much. Happy bang, birthday. Happy birthday to you. We love you very much. Single and searching just in case. I don't see my neck caught, Charlie by later. If I paid for it, is it still a favor? You put me behind toilet paper. If you go talk, you go ten hit up. I know they know make you yeah. I know they know make you see The country nigga join with them be said Download exclusives from hits.gh.com